What's the S stand for? It's not an S. Welcome to episode three of the One Life, One You podcast. My name is Nick Sherman. Today, we'll be talking to Mr. Rob Riley, artist, performer, creator, writer, producer, among many, many other things. Talking to him about his process, his history, picking his brain, seeing what motivates him, what inspires him to get up, work on different projects. Yeah, so. Get some inspiration, some words from him. So stay tuned. Giving you guys a heads up. If you want to listen to the podcast in different formats, you can definitely check out Anchor FM's app. You can go to Apple iTunes, search One Life, One You podcast. Same thing with Google Play. And episodes will be posted up on the website, onelifeoneyou.com. So make sure to check it out, share it, comment, give me feedback. This is ever growing. And thanks for listening. All right. We are here with Mr. Rob Riley. Yes. Introduce yourself. Who are you? Hey, my name is Rob Riley. Rob Riley, really on Instagram, social media, any kind of social media. I am a multidisciplined artist um, in, well, based in Philadelphia. I uh, started a quick um, multimedia firm, boutique little spot where we do uh, marketing, uh, consultations, film editing all kinds of stuff so yeah that's just pretty much me i'm just a black man trying to make it up what is the name of your marketing firm Mar- uh, the firm is sound investment media llc started back in 13 i um just really started like everything turning over like last year so we're doing pretty okay what what do you do we do uh well we offer uh creative consultations we do uh, filmography, videography, photogra- uh, photography. I got to add the to it. Um, what else do we do? Uh, you know, social media marketing is, is a few things that go on at Sound Investment Media. See, I gave you an intro earlier. and That wasn't in it? It wasn't even like half of that. It was well, I'm, like, I'm embellishing. It was just like, yo, you rap. <laughs> oh, I forgot about you that. Make books. Yes, you know, I. Uh, I, <laughs> I create short films, uh, other media such as books, and yep, I do that too. Right. My bad. <laughs> why, why did you start Sound Investment? Because I was tired of waiting for everybody else. I wanted to do something that I completely control, and that um, I had say so in from like the start of a project to the end of a project without too much interference or somebody wanting to change everything completely once I got stuff uh, going. So that's why I started. All right, so if somebody wanted to reach out and be a part of that, how does that work? Um, they can reach me on social media, they can reach me um, at Rob Riley really, or they can email me um, Sound Investment Media, yeah, Sound Investment CO at gmail.com. Don't worry, we'll cut. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut. Yeah, what? I'm lying, we're not. <laughs> we're not coming to say that. We lied. <laughs> so if I had a fire mixtape. Right. And I say, yo, Rob, this is fire. Right. What are you going to do next? Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the mixtape, I'm going to listen to it, go through it, make sure everything sounds great because sound investment. You want to make sure you invest in the. I can yep. And um, what we'll do is we'll just have a rollout for it. We'll start a plan. 
um, and we'll see that plan all the way through. That's where the creative consultant comes from in the uh, social media marketing. Okay. That all works into your release, your rollout release of your mixtape. Okay. Yeah. You say you started in 2013? Yeah, I officially started Sound Investment Media in 2013, but I've been uh, creating forever. So, like, I just, in 13, I just figured it out. Like, oh, you know what? I need to do this for myself okay. instead of waiting on other people. How long have you been rapping? Oh, man, I've been rapping since I was about, I'm going to say six, either six or eight. It was... In that time span, that's okay. when I started. I was just making, it, it was like, I was kind of like a, a weird owl um, of rap. Because I was making fun of like other songs because I didn't like rap at first. Yeah. I hated rap music. Um, it was the time I heard uh, Biggie's Juicy that I was like, you know what? This dude is saying regular, schmegler stuff. I can do this too and I can make it engaging. Okay. So six or eight. When did you take it? Fully serious. Fully serious when other people started to notice me, and that was around um, that was around a time when I was about like I, I was in my teens. I know that I was like maybe thirteen, fourteen. That's when I really started like digging into it, and I started really taking it serious. When did you put out your first project? Oh, my first project was actually um, well, it was actually a series of mixtapes because I used to sell and market mixtapes when I was in high school. So what I did was I put freestyles on them for myself and people got the notion that, you know, this, is, uh, this kid coming up, like, where is he from? They didn't know it was me because I went by a whole nother name. It was, it was terrible too. Wait, wait, wait. What was the other name? It was uh, Bob Beasley oh, man. at that time. Cause it was the whole <laughs> Philly scene coming up at that time and Beanie Siegel and all, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, but friends of mine gave me that name. I'm not going to name those friends. Sure. But they, <laughs> they gave me that name. Um, I may know a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, it was this uh, DJ game fellow. Yeah. And, uh, I've heard of him. <laughs> and Shiesty Man. I've, heard, I've definitely heard, heard of him, him right? Yeah. So, um, oh. yeah, they, they kind of champion the nonsense. 98 was a crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll pause here. So you have a newer project out. came out last year, right? Yes, sir. Um, the Relate album? Relate. R three L A T three, relate. First, first thing, why'd you name it that? And relate. why'd you name it like that? Okay, the reason I named it relate was because the topics that I touch on are like super relatable um, to people's everyday lives. I didn't go like above and beyond and, and try to lie to people when I get on records and shit like that. The thirty three in the title is from my age because since I've had this this project in mind, I knew I was going to put it out. At age 33. Okay. How many songs are on the album? The songs on the album are 10 currently, but there are some bonus ones on the hard copy. What is your favorite song on the album? Favorite song on the album would have to be, well, as every there, other oh, artist. There's a right answer to this, too. This <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <sighs> Let me think. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know what? My favorite, al my favorite album track is the title track, Relate. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite favorite track right now. I'll let that pass. The real answer is no real religion. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite song on the right, album. That's your favorite <laughs> so song. it's my podcast, so that's the right answer. Um, I'll take it back. There's <laughs> no real religion. Talk to me about the process of making an album. Ooh, this process took uh, a few years. Actually, when I started Sound Investment, um, this, was the, this album was initially going to be called Sound Investment. 
and I chose to make Sound Investment the umbrella to put the album under. Okay. So um, the process is, with me, I start with the writing. A lot of the writing didn't even make it to the album, but I started writing, 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 just to get myself um, accustomed to uh, like putting uh, certain songs and certain words and certain meanings and everything together as one whole project. Okay. Then I started looking for producers. Um, a few of the producers, the, the main producer on here is um, my buddy uh, Touch, at Produced by Touch on social media. He just dominated this. I didn't want to work with anybody else. I wanted to do the one artist, one producer kind of model that was back in the day with yeah. uh, rap and, and shit like that. So, but looking for producers is a pain in the ass because you try to find that relationship, that push and pull between you and a producer, like what can they bring out of you and vice versa. And that just wasn't happening from 13 until about 16. Just wasn't happening. Then you look for an engineer, like a competent, a competent, yeah, that's right, engineer. And that was a pain in the ass. So yeah. um, that, that was part of that process. But once I got in a rhythm with that one producer, um, I had the album already kind of in my head of what I wanted to say. We got down, we recorded it, it was a wrap. It was like six months tops when we actually got down to it. Okay. How is your writing process? Um, my writing process starts with me um, actually taking uh, things in my life and just putting a basic outline. You know, if, if, I, if I stub my toe or something, I'll write that down, stub my toe today. Okay. Maybe I can make something funny out of that or, or start a storyline, okay. whatever. So that's, that's pretty much how I write. Um, what are you looking for in terms of your beat selection? Oh man, I'm just looking for something that can that can carry my voice without it overpowering me or without me overpowering it. Like we have to be in sync. Um, like my beat, my my beat has to kind of sandwich me right in the middle. I can't be above it, can't be below it. So that's what I'm really looking for. It doesn't matter like the style. I can do whatever. Okay. So let's talk about performing live. Ooh. How many times have you gone live? Oh boy. Um, perform live. From the time I started performing to now, it had to be at least a hundred times. Okay. From like then, which was my, like when I was about 16, 17, till now, it's been about maybe a hundred times. I went like, I performed live. Yeah. But now as I've gotten older, like the live performances are becoming less because I'm more networking and, and uh, marketing now. So that's kind of taking place of me performing. But it still gets the word out. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Okay. Do you have a routine before performing? Yes, I have a ritual. I have a uh, an old rag that I used to wash my face with from oh, uh, kindergarten. I, I thought this was taking a different time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, what I do is I always like I, I meditate and just think about how the performance is going to go. I think when I meditate and um, I, I kind of see the full performance in my head, I can act it out that way. I also practice practice a few times a week just to get it right, make sure I'm not stumbling over words, make sure my breathing is okay, and I've been working out at One Life One You Fitness. Hey, that's a plug. What is your favorite song to perform on the Relate album? Relate? I actually haven't performed any. Really? Off of Relate. I have a, a few other loose uh, singles out, and I've been performing those okay. here and there. Um, like, to be honest, which is on... All streaming services right now. Rob Riley, to be honest, look that up. Anyway, um, yeah, I haven't been performing anything from Relate because once I get into Relate, I want it to be, um, I want to do the entire album in some form or fashion. Okay. <clears throat> How is it performing on stage in front of people? 
I actually like to be in front of people. I like to project. I like to reach out and, and like, I won't say touch people because that's strange. It's a, it's a lot of things going on right now. Uh, but I like to reach out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to, I like to um, engage with people um, because I just like the reactions that I get from words that I thought. You know what I mean? That's a okay. big thing for me. Yeah. It's like I feel like a minister or a preacher or something without stealing people's money and, and buying jets and, and touching kids. So, yeah. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about envisioning the performance ahead of time. Edit. Do you use that anywhere else? Uh, yeah, actually I use that in the bedroom. What happens is, right? <laughs> I envision like what's going to go down. Like, all right, we gonna start here. We gonna do this. We gonna do that. It doesn't necessarily work out there as much as it does performing. Because performance, I'm in complete control of. It's just me. Okay. There is like, nah, bro. Like anything can go down. Your body functions can start functioning. Okay. I farted on a couple people. This, I apologize. This, this is a good weird term. <laughs> oh, it's straight, straight term. Edit, edit. <laughs> You have a performance coming up. Yes, January. Um, a rap performance coming up. <laughs> well, keep it that way. <laughs> Talk about that. Um, January 27th at the radio outlet. Uh, I think it's 1600 North 5th Street. The venue just changed. Um, I will be performing 5 to 9. I will not be performing from 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock. That would have been dope. Yeah, nah. I will, <laughs> but I will be in a building at the radio outlet. Shout out to Fire Chick. She is the plug. So talk to me about your other ventures, in particular, the Maybe Baby book and the Rapping Hippo. Yeah. So let's um, go Maybe Baby book first. All right, Maybe Baby, that gets air horns. I brought my sound effects um, over from my podcast, which is also on Anchor, if you guys want to check it out. Cheap plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Maybe Baby book is out currently it's available on my website robrowleyreally.com uh what that is was it started out as a journal for my daughter um when uh well i didn't have her you know, well yeah technically yeah we yeah when she was a baby it started out as a journal until she was about two or three and then the story just kept changing so what i did was i figured oh, i'll make her a book something that she can read um it was just going to be for her at first and then I got into publishing and I figured out how to do it and release it and said, fuck it, let everybody have this. Um, I built a campaign around it to show people that sound investment is a real thing. Um, and we, we did a book tour. We had her going out reading it to kids at daycares and centers and stuff like that. And it's her book, her name. She owned the copyrights to it because I want her to make all the money from it. Okay. How long was that process of actually making making the a book. book uh actually that process was was fairly short for me okay. the the process for that book was about like a month or two like well you know not considering the initial writing which was like yeah. from when she was born but actually making a book was like a month or two okay super short yeah because i researched everything prior and then once i got down to it i made a quick template i sent it off to a um a graphic designer that's way better than i am but he works with sound investment media and we Boom, put that shit together fast. Now, I know you did a book tour in terms of reading out to kids. Mm -hmm. How did that go and how was that set up? Um, my PR buddy named Lucky Fisher, uh, he's also on Instagram if y'all wanna get some PR work. 
Uh, what he did was he reached out to centers. First of all, he had like several meetings with me because he thought what I was doing was incredible. And um, because he always wanted to do something similar, like reading to kids okay. and, and teaching them things. So he thought that was cool. He wanted to be down with the project. We collaborated, we talked. He started setting up uh, daycares and, and centers for me. And we just visited, went out, we signed books, left the book, left the, um, a signed book and an empty book to have them pass it on to another daycare so that we could go and follow the book as it goes around. There was a, um, a book called Flat Stanley. I'm not sure if people are familiar with it, but that's what happened. Like this kid kind of got folded up and he was like just mailed around the, the world or whatever. So we wanted to do that with Maybe Baby. Okay, and one more time, where can people find the book? RobRileyReally.com, that's www.robrileyreally.com, boom. Oh, and the Ripple book is coming. I don't want to spoil too much of that, but it's going to be a whole multimedia thing. Show, song, book, character. It's like a big ass thing. Oh, and clothes too. Are you running that whole situation? Yes. Yes. Because I want to, I want to challenge myself. Uh, once I find myself uh, getting into like a circle of sameness, I guess, I want to challenge myself and like reach out and do a lot of things. So I figured I'll produce the show for it. Um, I have a, a song produced for it, which I was working on the other night with my producer from Relate. Um, I have a, a puppet made, I have toys, uh, clothing line, everything. I just wanted to do everything for this. I seen the puppet. It looks super dope. Yeah, shout out to um, uh, Tina Arts and Crafts, at Tina Arts and Crafts on Instagram. She is phenomenal with her so game, okay? So game heavy. Why hippo? Uh, the hippo reminded me of, of my, you know, he's just a big presence. Okay. You know what I mean? You didn't, I didn't want to do anybody like, now they're shrinking people down. They're shrinking cars down. They're shrinking mills down. And even uh, Chuck E. Cheese, right? He was this big rat. Now he's like all slim and slender and cool. Well, they not as corny because he, when he's big, he was more of a presence to me. Okay. So I wanted to go with a bigger animal. And I was going to do like an elephant, but nothing wrong with elephant. <laughs> Simple right there. So question. Yes. What motivates you? What motivates me, I think my kids motivate me the most because I want them to um, follow my lead as far as building something and creating something and following the whole process through. A lot of the times we give our kids knowledge and wisdom and we just kind of push them out into the world to let them decide on their own whether they should do this or that. Which, I mean, that, that style of parenting is, is cool, I guess, but I want my kids to see I'm going through the same thing they're going through even though we're at two totally different levels. Is all on the same playing field. If they want to get up and do something, they can, and I'm going to encourage them. Vice versa. They come to me, Dad, you can do it. You can make it. Da, da, da. And I'm like, that's corny, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's because I love them. How many kids do you have? I have uh, 16. Three of them are in Zimbabwe. No. <laughs> no. He is not joking. He is not joking at all. I know him for a long time. No, I, no, I, I have two official kids. I had this, this scare from this, this girl that moved to Texas when I was in high school, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, man. Yeah, so if, I, if somebody in Texas looks like me, come holler at me. Like, I, my arms are open. I love you, I guess. Welcome to the Jerry Springer Show. <laughs> I am your host, Jerry. <laughs> All that. <laughs> Who or what inspires you? Um, who inspires me directly? I think my parents, um, because I have a, um, like a off and on, 
uh, well, not off and on relationship. I, I speak to them and stuff every day. But I have a love-hate relationship because I think them being entrepreneurs and being independent really helped me out because I watched them. But then on the other hand, they were like that, but they also pushed me into the workforce and, hey, get a good job, go to school, that rhetoric. And I was like, you know what? You guys were ignorant because you guys built something from the ground up. My father built a mechanic shop from the ground up. My mother had a, uh, like an in-home business where she did like sewing and um, she, she does like carpentry and, and all kinds of shit. Okay. So they were independent people who told me to work for somebody else. Yeah. So that inspires me every day because I'm like, I'm never going to tell my kids, oh, go to school, go work for somebody, go do this when you don't need a degree to start a business. Yeah. True. Go to sound investment. Hey! Hey! <laughs> where is my? Ah! <laughs> All right. Another question. Yes. If you can tell your younger self any bit of advice, what are you telling yourself? Start sooner. Start sooner. That is the only advice I would tell myself because I. Well, time is 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 uh, relative, whatever. But I still would have started sooner than later. Started what sooner? Started like a business. Started having like uh, bigger goals for myself. Not thinking the way I thought because of my parents saying, oh, I have to go to college and I have to work for somebody and I have to do this and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. So yeah, I would tell myself like start on your own projects sooner. Build your business sooner. Start sooner. Like get it together. Get it up and run. If somebody comes to you and say, hey, Rob, I want to do kind of what you're doing. Are you giving that same advice? Yes, for a price, and nothing's cheap. <laughs> they will pay to get bullshit all day long, but when it comes to this, like this will set them up for the future. So hell yeah, I'm giving them all the advice I got, but I learned this advice over the past like 15, almost 20 years, I was learning this. We didn't have tools that they, they have now, like YouTube and shit like that, to click and learn something like I had to read and study not saying nobody does it now but I had to really dig into this shit yeah. to learn what I'm doing and this shit kept changing on me every couple of years this shit flipped over it's always on me. rotating yeah so yes. um I definitely will help whoever wants to start whoever wants to build anything holla at me all right a couple more things yes where can everybody find you um you can find me on all social media at Rob Riley really um, I will give this free information away because you can probably find it online. Have all your social media as one, um, under one name, so people can find you easier. The okay. Google search, the, you know, the SEO, whatever, the algorithms, they can find you. They can find everything if you just have everything under one name. So it's at Rob Riley Really, or you can go to robreillyreally.com. That's R-O-B-R-I-L-E-Y-R-E-A-L-L-Y.com. Also, I have an app on Android right now. I'm fighting Apple back and forth. It's the Rob Riley Really app. Where yeah. can people listen to the album? The album is streaming everywhere. Um, it's Relate. It's, it's, if you spell it the way intended, which is R3LAT3, you'll find it on every streaming service, especially Tidal because they currently pay the most to artists. And um, I, like, I like eating. Shout out to Tidal. <laughs> <laughs> I like eating. And where can people buy the Maybe Baby book? Maybe Baby book is available on robreillyreally.com. Again, I am my own like e-commerce. I mean, I, I go through uh, Big Cartel, but it's linked to my website. So 
that is on robreillyreally.com. You can click the picture, you can order it, whatever, whatever you want to buy. It's up there. And a show on the 27th. 27th, that is the uh, radio outlet. Again, the 27th from 5 to 9, $10 at the door. If you really want to come see me, support me, come on out. Um, I'll be signing babies and kissing albums. That's better than the other way around nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, we've been talking to Rob Riley. Yeah. Writer, artist, and everything else he said because I forgot half of it. Yeah. <laughs> Check him out. The album is dope. The book is dope. I'll be at the show in case you really didn't want to see everybody else. So you, come <laughs> see me. you come see me and Rob. Hang out. Yeah, we'll be hanging out. You Should know, be. now we're about to go do some push-ups and bench press and get all that work in. I, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. Let me get all my, my coat and everything. I got to go. <laughs> oh, also, check out Rob Riley's podcast. Oh, yeah. On, on Anchor, Anchor FM. FM. Yes. Woo! He has how many episodes so far? I only have three, and the third one only came because of this gentleman right here. Uh, he motivated me to keep going and do another one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is the One Life One You podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>